Kevin looking. Long to the basket. Yo, yo, whoop, whoop, yo, yo. There's no ball like college basketball. So let's get the dipping wings together and get the boys and girls over because it's about to go down in college basketball time. This episode of The Needle is brought to you by D1CoachCorner.com, your source for Division I college basketball. Thank you once again for tuning to our 44th episode of The Needle. Again, my name is Jack Williams, owner and operator of D1CoachCorner.com, your source for college basketball news, rankings, and predictions. D1 Coach Corner is the number one source for college basketball preseason predictions and college basketball coach evaluations. The Needle College Basketball Podcast will bring you 52 weeks of college basketball talk on topics dealing with Division One college basketball coaches and their teams. In this episode of The Needle, we'll be looking back at the Big Ten to see how strong this conference is and to see which teams has the best chance of making it to the tournament by building the best resume through pre-conference scheduling, wins, and losses, and to see which teams are already off to the wrong track because of their pre-conference and conference records. And then we'll look into some games from week 13 of college basketball to see which teams have moved the needle either up or down. And then we'll get into our Big Ten Awards watch and then our new Coach Impact segment of the show, which will highlight coaches who have recently taken over a team and has positively impacted that team as a result of him being there. And if you like our show, go subscribe to our iTunes and YouTube channel. Let us continue to be your number one source for college basketball preseason predictions and college basketball coach evaluations. So just before the beginning of the season, season we gave our prediction of what the big 10 conference should look like come 2019-2020 season so far things are panning out just like we thought they would with the exception of a few surprises like Penn State and Rutgers which are two teams that we think are on route to making it to the big dance in March Somehow I knew that Rutgers was going to be somewhere in the middle of the pack. I said in my preseason predictions that if Rutgers could find a way to improve on their scoring, that they could end up in the middle of the conference standings and perhaps make it to the big dance in 2020. So Rutgers has done just that. So far, Rutgers has improved greatly in that category compared to last season. Last season, they were ranked 287 in the scoring department and next to last in the Big Ten. This year, they are ranked 133rd in the nation and 10th in the Big Ten. Rutgers was a very good defensive and rebounding team last season, however. They just needed to score a few more points to sustain the lead. This season, they are doing just that by averaging 73.7 points per game compared to just 67.9 points per game last season. However, Rucker still doesn't have that one or two guys who could take over a game or put up a lot of points when necessary. However, Coach Steve Pacquiao has found a way to get just a little more point production out of his players to improve their scoring margin. Last season, this team had a scoring margin of negative .9. This year, they are third in the Big Ten with a positive scoring margin of 14.1. That's a huge difference from the previous season. And with this type of margin, we could expect this team to make it to the tournament and end up in the middle of the pack now for Penn State the difference between this year's Penn State team and last year's Penn State team is Marion Jones 
Other than that, Penn State had the same problems as Rutgers, little ball movement, and lack of scoring. Credit Coach Pat Chambers for finding a lineup that works. Marion Jones played in 30 games last season but did start not one. He averaged only 10.8 minutes per game last season. This season, he has started every game, and he has the ball in his hand more than any player on the team and was given the green light to shoot. As a result, Penn State has four players on the roster who averages over two assists per game. Jones leads the pack with an average of three assists per game. Now, Penn State is fifth in the Big Ten in assists per game compared to being ranked last in the Big Ten last season. And because of the emergence of Jones, the team now has four players who are averaging double digits in scoring. Lamar Stevens, Myron Jones, Isaiah Brockington, and Mike Watkins. Penn State now has a positive 13.6 scoring margin compared to one last season. So now let's compare our preseason Big Ten ranking to the media's preseason Big Ten ranking for 2019-2020. Here's our prediction. We had at number one, Michigan State. At number two, Maryland. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Purdue. Number five, Illinois. Number six, Minnesota. Number seven, Nebraska. Number 8, Penn State. Number 9, Iowa. Number 10, Wisconsin. 11, Rutgers. 12, Indiana. And at 13, Michigan. And at 14, Northwestern. And as for the media poll, they had Michigan State at number 1, Maryland at number 2, Ohio State at number 3, Purdue 4, number 5, Michigan. And at 6, Wisconsin. 7, Illinois. 8, Iowa. 9, Penn State. 10, Indiana, 11, Minnesota, 12, Rutgers, and 13, Nebraska, and 14, Northwestern. So, as you can see, the first four were unanimous. We all came up with the conclusion that Michigan State is the top dog in the Big Ten, and they are by a long shot. Maryland, Iowa, and Purdue will be up there towards the top. But Purdue has been struggling a little this season. I think that this team is still trying to figure out how to play without Carson Edwards' 24.3 points per game last season. They have the second best defense in the Big Ten and is one of the top 20 defenses in the nation. So if they could just find a way to put more points on the board, it would be difficult beating this team. Purdue is also struggling on the road this season. They played four true road games this season so far and has only won one, which was against Ohio, a mid-major team. All of the others have been against power conference teams who are struggling, Illinois, Nebraska, and Marquette. I think that before it's all said and done, Purdue is still going to make it to the big dance, but they are going to probably be a bubble team because of their inability to win on the road. So last season, the Big Ten had the most tournament bids out of all the conferences, eight. Now, how many do we think that's going to make it in 2020? I would say about nine, one more than last season. The Big Ten has six teams who were ranked and are still ranked in the top 25 this season. Michigan State, Maryland, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, and Iowa. More than likely, these six teams have a great chance of making it to the big dance in 2020. But who else do we have? We have Rutgers, who we talked about earlier. They are playing great basketball this season, and on the bubble will probably be Purdue and Wisconsin, who have stepped up their games tremendously in the Big Ten Conference play. 
This company is loaded and strong enough to help a team who may not have done well in pre-conference play to build a resume through conference play. Wisconsin didn't have a very good pre-conference showing. In late November and early December, this team had lost three games in a row. They didn't have a good showing in the Legends Classic, losing to teams like Richmond and New Mexico. And then they lost to North Carolina State in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Wisconsin is always going to have a very good team as long as they're under Coach Greg Gard. But the question is, can he make adjustments to add points on the boards because Wisconsin is one of the worst shooting teams in the nation. And now for our Big Ten Awards Watch. In this portion of our show, we'll be looking at coaches and players who could possibly be on the Big Ten's award list for the 2019-2020 season. Our Big Ten Coach of the Year Watch goes to Coach Pat Chambers of Penn State. Coach Chambers is in his ninth season as head coach of Penn State. He has his Nittany Lions ranked in the AP Top 25 for the first time since 1996. Penn State is en route to receiving an at-large bid to the Big Dance in 2020. We could also throw Michigan State's head coach Tom Izzo in the mix. He is on pace for winning his third straight regular season conference title in 2020. And now for our Big Ten Player of the Year watch. Two players to watch. Luca Garza of Iowa and Danielle Otura of Minnesota. Luca and Oturo both have seven double-doubles for the season. However, Oturo is a much better overall player than Garza. Oturo is much better defensively. Oturo is eighth in the nation in block shots with an average of 3.1 block shots per game. Our Big Ten Freshman of the Year watch goes to Kofi Cockburn of Illinois, nearly averaging a double-double as a freshman. He averages 15 points and 9.3 rebounds per game. Cockburn has the fourth most double-doubles in the Big Ten with six thus far. And now for some important needle-moving games. Tuesday, January 14, 2020, the needle falls for Duke for failing to win on the road against Clemson. Duke won't have any problems making to the big dance, but the chance at a number one seed may be getting dim. The needle continues to move upward for San Diego State. San Diego State remains one of the only teams to remain undefeated after this win. The needle continues to fall for Maryland for losing their second true road game in a row. Maryland also lost to Iowa on the road on the 10th of January. Now on Wednesday, January 15, 2020, a dangerous Alabama team exposes Auburn with a win at home. Some say that this was Auburn's most challenging game all season. Some say that Auburn moved to the top of the top 25 polls with a fluff schedule prior to this loss. Seton Hall moved the needle up with big time with a true road win over a ranked Butler team. Seton Hall hasn't lost a game yet in the Big East. The needle continues to fall for Kentucky for failing to win on the road against a struggling South Carolina team. South Carolina lost three games in a row prior to this win. The needle also falls slightly for Wichita State for failing to win on the road against a struggling Temple team. You gotta win the games that you're supposed to win when you're a top 25 team. On Thursday, January 16, 2020, the needle falls slightly for Oregon for failing to win on the road against a struggling Washington State team. The chance for a number two seed or higher continues to fade for Oregon. On Friday, January 17, 2020, Michigan moves to 0-5 in true road wins this season after losing to Iowa on the road. We could expect the needle to fall greatly for Michigan come week 14 of college basketball. I still don't understand how this team was ranked 19 in the top 25 without any true road wins. 
And on Saturday, January 18, 2020, the needle continues to fall for Duke with his second loss in a row, this time at home against a pretty good Louisville team. Duke could say goodbye to the number one seed after this loss. The needle also falls greatly for Auburn for losing their second true road game in a row. This loss proves that Auburn may be ranked just a little too high in the top 25 poll. The needle falls slightly for Butler for also losing their second true road game in a row. What's with all these ranked teams losing two games in a row? This is a strange season, I tell you. The needle moves upward slightly for Houston for winning a true road game against a ranked opponent. Houston needed this win to stay off the bubble. The needle also continues to fall for Ohio State. Ohio State moves to 2-5 in the Big Ten with a road loss to Penn State. I don't know what's going on with this Ohio State team, but Penn State is a pretty good team this season, however. The bubble is beginning to burst for Georgetown, who failed to defend their home court against Marquette. The Big East is a very competitive conference this season. And finally, on Sunday, January 19, 2020, Rutgers continue to move the needle upward by defending their home court against a sneaky Minnesota team. The Big Ten is a very strong conference this year and could possibly have up to 10 teams to go to the big dance when it's all said and done. And now for our new Coach Impact segment of the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by D1CoachCorner.com, your source for college basketball preseason predictions and coach evaluations. In this new Coach Impact segment, we'll be discussing coaches who have been head coach of a Division I college basketball team for no more than five years and who are on the upper trend towards taking that team to another level. This week's new Coach Impact highlights Steve Pacquiao of Rutgers. Coach Pacquiao has his Rutgers team competing in the Big Ten this season. Rutgers is on pace to having its first win season in the Big Ten under Pacquiao. This Rutgers team is also on pace to receiving an at-large bid to the Big Dance this season. Now, that concludes our show for this week. Join us next week at the same time and channel for new episodes. We'll be happy to take on your questions and comments on our Twitter for our next episode. Our Twitter handle is at D1CoachCorner. That is at D1CoachCorner. See you.